Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the war room. We got Dez, Kim, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the hot block commander. How you want to end up one or two hour show and get the brain running with the premise of talk sports on a national level? Roll with the topic, sort of like the rubber. When it's game time, they like the fat five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates sweep their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and greats. The 4 for 26 tour the war in Kuwait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys, diversified and educated. <clears throat> What up? What up? What's good? War Room family, you're once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm your boy. I'm Dev McMillan. I'm at the round table with my brothers. We got Jimmy the Blueprint and B. Austin. Those guys will be with us in just a minute. The NBA All-Star Weekend is behind us, and in my opinion, it was a pretty good one, maybe even a great one. So we're going to talk about this past weekend in Chicago and touch on some other important things going on in the world of sports this week. So for the next two hours, make sure you keep it locked right here with us in the war room. And if you guys want to get in on a conversation, you know what to do. If you don't, you can sign in right now to the By the Hood chat room. That's at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room. Or you can join us on Facebook or Twitter at War Room Sports. We'll also be taking your calls on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline. That number, as usual, is 323 410-0012. Before we get started, make sure that during the week when we're not live on the air, that you remember to check out archived episodes of our show, as well as some of our other shows on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. Shout out to After Further Review with the mayor. Shout out to the homies, Roy and Chris, uh, over at the Broad Street Line. Also, the Burtons uh, on John Appetit, if you'd like to talk about food restaurants, eating, and all that good stuff. Um, I'm pretty sure there's the occasional conversation about pizza. Um, If you're a listener, a longtime supporter of the War Room, you know that in the War Room, except for with B. Austin, that pizza is life. So you can check uh, all kinds of shows out on the War Room Sports Podcast Network where you can do that is warroomsports.com. You can also do it. At iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Anchor, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and a host of other players places. Excuse me, that you do your podcast listening. If you if you do your listening somewhere that I didn't name, search, check us out. We might be there, or you can hit us up, and we'll let you know. So yeah, we're going we're going to talk about a, a host of things today. We're going to recap All-Star weekend like I said earlier. Um some other things in the news, the NFL CBA uh looks like they've all come to an agreement. Um so we'll touch on that briefly. The big fight coming up, Fury, Fury Wilder Part 2. Whole lot of stuff going on. So before we get into all that stuff, I got to let you guys know that these hot topics that we're going to talk about course, are brought to you by my bookie. War Room folks, you know what you can do? You can make tons of bread sports betting at my bookie. The NBA post-All-Star stretch is upon us, so if you still haven't checked out my bookie, this is the perfect time to do so. Lay down some cash on the biggest games in sports. 
You can join us in thousands of other online players placing bets at mybookie.ag. You guys tired of getting the runaround when it's time to collect on your bets? That's why we urge you to join MyBookie. You win, they pay out fast, no hassle. You're basically wasting your time sports betting anywhere else. And they even have in-game live betting. So, you know, you can pretty much place bets after the game starts. So join now and MyBookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Just use the promo code WARROOM, W-A-R-R-O-O-M, to activate this offer. Visit MyBookie.ag today. Play, win, and get paid. That's all there is to it. And look, since I'm over here flying this puppy solo for a few minutes, I'm going to go straight to the phone line. We got the homie Tobias waiting uh, to holler at us for a minute. Tobias, what's going on, good brother? Hey, what's Welcome going on, man? Nothing much, Hey, man. how's it going? I'm, I'm good, hey. you know. You know hey, how it is. I'm, I'm here alone. You know how, you know, Negro time. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> low management boy. Yeah, hey, you got you know. Jimmy out there pulling up. Hey, Jimmy got me thinking about he showing up late. Remind me of the old story. Isaiah J.R. Ryder was on Atlanta Hawks. He showed up late to the game by the middle end of the first quarter, had his uniform on like he's going to get in the game. Heavy <laughs> 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 roll. type of stuff J.R. does. <laughs> Hey, that story was funny with that KG story talking trash. Isaiah Ryder was trying to like talk Jordan off the ledge. Yeah. <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> what's, what's going That's on? That's funny bro? because Isaiah Ryder he told that story. I think the you know the show he was on it may have been like 2017. So now we yeah. finally got it from um, KG as well. And I'm, I was wondering like. <laughs> You know, it sounds great. He corroborated the whole story. But I'm like, I hope KG was being honest and not just knowing that uh, J.R. Ryder had already told the story and just took what he heard off the podcast (laughs) and brought it to to all the smoke. But no, that's a a hilarious story, man. And KG had learned the hard way. You don't come in, you don't don't trash talk Mike when you really can't back it up KG. I can see that happening knowing KG, seeing his personality on the court. <laughs> you know? Oh no, no, I'm, I'm I'm sure it happened. I'm I'm sure it happened. My what I was saying about KG is it could have been something that he didn't even remember happening, but since yeah, you know, JR was on the radio to jog his memory. <laughs> you know, he probably brought some bad memories back that KG probably closed off a long time ago. So, um, you know, when these yeah. guys get here, we're gonna talk you know, I'm gonna get their opinions on how All Star Weekend went. Uh, you know, you're a Bulls fan. Uh, I guess that's where the, I guess that's where the relationship stops with you and All Star Weekend this past weekend. I mean, you had uh, Max Zach, Zach Levine in the three point contest. But how did you think the weekend went overall? How did you think Chicago um, put on for the NBA All Star well, Weekend? From the article I put in from your favorite Bulls slander site, I love posting stuff from. They write for the Bulls, but they slander them at the same time, which is great. Uh, the Bulls know. are national. The Bulls are a national embarrassment to the NBA right now. <laughs> <laughs> They're an embarrassment. You have people on fans on first take chanting "fire the GM and the president" on national TV. <laughs> you know, uh, the problem is. And this is like management, right? And I remember Cowherd said this. People choose management. And people talk about, oh, it's cold in Chicago. KD and Kyrie chose Brooklyn. It's cold out. 
Uh, but the All-Star Weekend itself, uh, I thought it was pretty entertaining. I didn't watch the whole game. I never watched the whole All-Star game. But I like that. That dunk, that dunk contest was great. Aaron Gordon got robbed. How do you get all those 50s and still lose? <laughs> and you let Dwayne Wade judge the contest that he wants to play for the Heat. <laughs> well, for the, for, the, for the second time in his, you know, illustrious dunk contest ca- career, people, the sentiment has been that he got robbed. I happen to disagree both times, but, hey, maybe that's just me. It should have um, been a tie. To, to Jimmy, who's on he he happens to agree with you because we we watched the dunk contest together. Um, I don't. I mean, you talked about. I mean, it is true. Like if you if you phrase it the way that you just did, how do you get all of those fifties and then that happens? Then I one hundred percent agree with you. What I don't agree with is all those fifties. I think at some point the judges just started giving them away and it got them in trouble because at some point. They wanted to get the hell out of there and go home, but they couldn't because the dumbasses kept giving out 50s and the dunk contest was a tie. You know, and, and when they finally want to get out of there, it looks a little bit suspect. Even though, in my opinion, Aaron Gordon still almost scissored, uh, he almost scissored uh, Taco Fall's head off. Um, but the guy is 7'5", yeah. so, you know, even if you hit his... <laughs> His head is still impressive to jump that high. My thing would be to not grab a dude out of the crowd that's seven foot five, and we wouldn't have that that problem because if he clears a six ten dude, it's still the most impressive thing anybody's ever seen as far as clearing somebody besides Vince Carter in the um, Olympics. (laughs) You know what? And I'll tell people talk all these dunks and stuff. I like what we've seen before, and I posted in the group was the group chat was. One of the most underrated dunks I've ever seen was that 88 contest where Dominique did a two-handed windmill. One last time you seen a two-handed windmill. <laughs> it, it, it does take some it takes some uh some really <laughs> lubricated shoulder <laughs> shoulder muscles and <laughs> joints to pull a two-handed windmill without tearing your labrum or tearing something that you're going to need after All-Star break. That is, that is, you know, it's, it's impressive. We Ball don't got, see it that much. Boyle got, got robbed. The NBA is okay with him getting robbed because it keeps people talking. I mean, let's ask Kennedy Jet how he feels about it. And I'm pretty sure you know what answer he'll give because he was going on. Kennedy Jet obviously um, had a my bookie for two days. Um, <laughs> on the game. Hopefully it was a promo code war room because he was upset yeah, for the Kennedy rest Jet. of the weekend. Shout out to Kennedy Jet. He's a long-time listener of the show, but yeah. – I don't. I don't. I, I think in both contests, I think a lot of people have taken for granted the stuff that Jones and Levine a couple years ago were doing. Like I, I really do. But um, I'll put it like this: that, that's no slight like to Aaron I Gordon. Think, I mean, I think, Jimmy knows I that, how I feel about some of those dunks that Aaron Gordon does. But you know, just keeping it a bean, I think a lot of people take some of that other stuff for granted right, because so you, you might have seen like. Your man Jones, Jimmy, I'll make the argument like, that he was through the legs for damn near every damn dunk, so people might be tired of seeing it through the legs, but the stuff that he was doing prior to putting it through his legs, some of that was different and we hadn't seen before. But I could kind of see how people would. Like, all right, dude, I, how many times you do you do that? I think Jones, <clears throat> I, I, and I'm actually the opposite of you, Dev. I think if you <clears throat> make the argument, I think Jones, I could make a better case for Jones beating him than um, Dovine. I don't think Levine beat him at all. I, I, yo, the, when the ball sat down, the contest was over. Like, they shouldn't even let them dunk no more. Like, 
that, that, see, that but that's a, what y'all do. Like, that's what you like. If you do that, like that's one dunk. <laughs> it scores. No, you know I'm saying that's that, one dunk, and I and I and I, and I, I rave I about that dunk just as much as you do. But the yo, overall body of like work anything, just wasn't better. Yo, everything. Like if we're gonna go one one dunk on the dunk off, then. Ah, no, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is everything from the line is trash to me. So I understand what Levine did, but I don't like anything from the side. That's trash to me. They got to kill that. The whole thing of jumping nah. from the foul line, yo, stop. Nah. That's bun. I mean, because that's my personal with, with the, the like problem with the foul line is the stuff that we saw back in the day compared to what these athletes can do was mad overrated. Zach Levine yeah, followed that up with like a anything. windmill from the foul line. Yo, Yo back in the like 80s it. and 90s, dudes was just reaching barely, besides Mike the one time when he cocked it back a little bit, dudes were reaching to get to the Yo, rim from the foul saying. line. And I, I, hit you with I just personally, floater. But I'm personally uh, uh, not a fan from, of it. You know how high you have to jump to do a windmill from the foul line? Don't care. I'm not a fan of it. <laughs> I'm not a fan of anything from the foul line. Yo, you could jump yeah. from the foul line and do like a a, a backflip. I still wouldn't like it. I don't like anything from the foul line. All right, That's well, you know, there you got your bias. notion, so it probably didn't matter what he was going to do. You was going to think dude was going anyway. Thing, about that contest, one, I was like, damn, Dwight Howard still had hops at that age and all those injuries he had. I'm like, he still had hops, <laughs> you know. And Not, uh, you thought so? And, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I thought he, he still got up though, but I didn't think he did a good contest. But he got up. No, that first dunk he did. What's the point of that? They should have kicked him out of the contest after the first dunk. But but, but you know what else, guys? Are you I'm trying actually, to get hey, creativity he, points for smiling? Like, what are you doing? Hey, but even your boy Pat contest was a good dunk, so I'm glad he didn't get a gentrified duck contest. Good looking out on that one. He, he surprised uh, me. But you yeah, know what happened on that one though. You, you had to be from our generation to even understand what he did with the white man can jump joint. You know what I'm saying? He yeah, had the, the shirt, he had the hat flipped up, and he also hung on the rim like Woody did when he finally got his his dunk at the end of the movie. You, you, you had know to be a what? part what of our generation. He got robbed Rob, the one dunk where he caught the ball, hit the backboard with the ball, spun around and dunked, and it's like he didn't get a 50. I was like, where did people look at it? You know what, though? <laughs> you know? On some of those dunks, and I don't know. Y'all can tell me. Do they get the – do the judges get to look at replays when they do this? Because the some of that way, stuff you look to see motion, jersey, you yeah. don't really know what they're doing. That's why he came down and had to, like, point at the board to tell them what he did. And they're sitting mm-hmm. over there judging. I don't know if they get the – I mean, it is in the arena, and if they take a couple seconds, I'm pretty sure they're going to show the replay. On the on the big board, but if they don't, then I can understand how that kind of dunk may may not have gotten its props, because most of the people sitting at home probably didn't know what he did until they replayed it. I'm like, why? What was that? And then you look like, oh, he did that. I've seen that in a dunk contest several times, like where somebody had to basically like, you know, look at the replay to see what I did. Yeah. Um, what's the name? They got to Gerald, Gerald Green or some of his dunk. They gotta do something about their judges, though. Like, like, what, what does Chadwick Boseman have to do with anything? Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman looked like he was like uh, dressed for a Prince movie shoot or something. That he just took time out to come to NBA All Star Weekend, and he seemed kind of out of it. He seemed kind of high, like you know, maybe he was on the scene when the end of Prince's life or something. But he, you know, I, I know he was that deaf. 
Chad with Bozeman was in the players, uh, in the players in the, uh, locker room in the NFL because they love their weed. Uh, they don't care about money. Give them weed. But as a whole, that's, in my standing sharp voice, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> All I'm saying is, like, he, 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 Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman doesn't seem to like fame at all. Um, I could tell from nah. like, his interviews, the way he carries himself. Like, he don't seem to like fame. He, likes, probably, he probably loves his job. But he doesn't seem like everything else that comes with that. And I don't understand what he has to do with Duncan. And he clearly was trying to get out of there. Um, he clearly didn't care what was going on. Like, I, I just don't play. understand, like, He's not a Samuel Jackson. Catch me asking Chadwick to do roles, and he'd be like, yeah, I'll think about it. I'll call you. <laughs> what like, why, why? like, yo, they were there. Like, Doc was there. Dominique was there. But they were just, like, yeah. you know, sitting around. Like, we're, we're, I mean, those guys happen? as well, though, it, it's time to move on from those guys, but it's time to move. The, it wasn't time to move the people they moved to. You know what I mean? Vince Carter. <laughs> Yeah, like somebody like, like take it to the next generation. Have Vince, you know, you know God forbid if what happened didn't happen a few weeks ago. You could have like Vince, Kobe, you know, people like Zach that in me. their plan. Hey, yeah. Uh, Zach, Chicago I don't know. Zach might still be too young. They might still be trying to beg Zach into a future contest. So you might not want him but out there that, causing rivalry. With the NBA, like you have this like quote unquote fraternity and everything, and they try to like you know put the put the old heads on. You got to bring the old heads in, man. Like give them something the, to do, man. You want to drag Russell out every every year. He don't know like what's going on. Yo, what's the point of that with Bozeman, dog? It wasn't great when as they as did it, Jim. But I'd still rather see a Legends game than a than a celebrity game. As long as they don't put um, as long as they don't put mix. George Gervin in. George Gervin don't give nobody no points for nothing. So as long as they leave him away. Or maybe mix in some of the legends into that celebrity game. It's too many celebrities for the game trash. Um, yeah, so yeah I, I agree. Players. You got to mix them into the. I don't want to see that. I, I, it's, like, I don't necessarily want to see it either. I'm just saying, because you said that you got to have legends in it somehow. But I don't know. I, I they're judging. That celebrity game, that celebrity game just ain't for us. That's all that. That's all that is. That's that's for the cats that want to watch their celebrities. The people that vote for Kevin Hart to win, like that's not for us. That's just not for that's us. That's what I said. I'd rather see a boring ass legends game if you can get them guys to suit up than that trash. Because the cats on <laughs> the cats on IG and Twitter love the celebrity game. Like that's who that's for. That's, who votes. <laughs> that's where the voting takes yeah, place. Yeah, that's it. So that's who it's for. So that ain't for. So. I don't need to see him dragging legends out, but I'm talking about in terms of the dunk contest. Bozeman ain't no business being there, man. He don't even care. Uh, and, ben and it's Simmons. okay like having some legends because the story of the game, because you kind of like, not saying the whole panel got to be the legends, but kind of have some of those guys out there where like the younger generations coming up could be like, oh, he's a dunk. Maybe look him up, see what he could do. And, um, yeah, I agree with that. Those yeah, things there, like that. Yeah, throw like one or two in there because especially someone like Dominique, who who had like the power and stuff like that. I know Jordan ain't showing up unless you're in Vegas because he got to gamble. But that's neither here nor there. Skywalker, <laughs> man. I got two bits of news here. Uh, ben Simmons will be out tonight against the New Jersey, I mean the Brooklyn Nets, due to lower back tightness. That's crazy because the way the All Star game ended with Joel Embiid getting so many minutes, I thought he'd miss the next three games and, and not Ben. 
And the second bit of news, uh, Brooklyn Nets as well. Kyrie Irving will <laughs> undergo season-ending surgery on a re-aggravated right shoulder. So Kyrie basically yeah. like, yo, I am not running with y'all until KD. I'm saving my body until KD comes back. So I'm going to load manage this, <laughs> get somebody to stick a, a quick needle in my shoulder and act like I'm getting surgery so I don't have to play with you jabronis <laughs> until KD gets back. That's how that I see that. for them. That's my uh... – <laughs> <laughs> Felix Mutual, they probably say the same thing. Please get that surgery, Kyrie. Man, see you, yeah. see you in August. <laughs> Some of them won't be here in August, though, once KD come back. Hey, speaking <laughs> of all-star game damage, Speaking of that, anyone surprised Ka- uh, Kawhi Leonard didn't load manage the all-star game? I thought he was supposed to keep himself healthy for the rec- for the playoffs and not playing meaningless games. That's what they told nah, me all season long. I think Kawhi Leonard is still on his – on the league tour, so you got to go in there and get your MVP. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. And show people like, Listen, yo, man, I here, here, here's what, what I want. I still run this. Say, or should I say the legend Uncle Dennis? Because Uncle Dennis is a legend in my opinion. But that's either here or there. <laughs> the, le- the legend, the legend Uncle Dennis understands one thing about sports, right? In, in psychology, it's, it's all about moments. So you can, you can, you know, do what you want to do for the whole season, but if you don't come up in certain moments when the whole world is watching, nobody cares. Right. Which is why... Because that's meaningless, but it's, it's a giant stage as far as the NBA is concerned. Big stage. Yes. So, so, so that goes on his resume. All-star MVPs, finals MVPs. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are things that, you know, these moments that we can all go to. Like, you know, on the All-Star game when Kawhi was like 7-7, seven seven, he was knocking down threes and looking like a robot. So, right. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it also, it goes to this time period. You know, sometimes we'd be like, yo, such and such had the most monstrous 18 months that we've ever seen or one of the most monstrous we've ever seen. Like Kawhi is still in that argument right now. You know what I'm saying? Goes to a team out of the blue in Toronto, wins a championship, wins the, you know, makes the winning shot in the semifinals, gets to the championship, wins the NBA, uh, the, the MVP of the finals, um, goes to another team in the Clippers and whatever they end up doing at the end of this year, if it's something just as big, then you throw in all-star game MVP. So even like Kawhi Leonard is just on a ride right now. He's killing the league. So, yeah, I don't, you know, and, I'm not and, to show up in the moment. And real quick, y'all, that also led to the greatest moment in, like, the, this past weekend. So, you know, Ernie asked you where you're going to put that on your mantle. Do cyborgs have a mantle? <laughs> that is, I call you a cyborg. <laughs> you cyborg Do cyborgs, Do cyborgs have? <laughs> you know what though Y'all we talk about moments Jim It made me think about like when people make the Jordan LeBron thing like Kobe and stuff I think what people love So fondly about Jordan and Kobe for example Is that there's moments you can point It's no different LeBron on that guy You know some players just great player But people talk about those two guys Moments you know, and I think that you're right about that. It's the moments that that's Trump that, that people point on. That, that sticks yep. in our head, man. That sticks in our head. There are some great players that have come through this league, but they don't have, like, that defining moment. We're always looking for that defining moment. Like, there's that moment, right? You know, mm-hmm. so and Mike had those – that those, the Byron Russell crossover, those moments, like – The shot in Cleveland. I mean? like, that, those, those matter. Yep. But even this, Those the way this matter. all-star game went and the way it ended, the way the fourth quarter went, 
Like, it's going to even, like, it's perfect timing for Kawhi Leonard because it's going to mean even more because mm-hmm. it was in a game where these dudes actually played at least a great portion exactly. of the game. Even before yep. they started the competitiveness of the fourth quarter, the game was a little bit, you know, competitive. It was more competitive than usual before that. Like, you can see a mm-hmm. big difference. Like, the Rising Stars game was complete and utter trash. And the All-Star game, they were competitive kind of from the start because they threw, mm-hmm. you know, they were actually playing for those kids who were sitting right there in their faces. So it made it a little easier to be motivated. And then the fourth quarter, <laughs> it was even, it, it was crazier by the time that came. So I, I think it's perfect timing uh, by Kawhi Leonard and, and his domination of the NBA. Listen, man, um, when I yeah. saw Chris Paul get that dunk, I was like, this is different. different. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I Shout out to Chris Paul. Shout out to Chris Paul. He's able to get up now. He said he's able to get up like that now because he changed to a vegan diet. So he said his vegan diet. Yeah, and, and he said and he said his body was hurting like after he did it. So they, they was like, can we expect <laughs> it more? He was like, nah. <laughs> it took everything he had in him. Um, yo, they were out there cursing at the refs, uh, getting mad about calls, wrestling for the for the, for loose balls. I'm like, this is not only, you know, every All Star game gets somewhat competitive in the fourth quarter. This was different. This was playoff intensity in the fourth quarter. This was Knicks. Miami Heat in the '90s type playoff intensity. I thought somebody was going to leave the building and I like knew it was going to be a sixer, um, <laughs> and maybe you they did. The one thing I took away from this, you guys, which is very, very telling to me, is as 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 great as an offensive threat as Jane Harden is, his peers do not respect him. They no. intentionally, <laughs> None they intentionally, they intentionally went after him like whoever he's guarding, get a ball to. Um, at the end of the game, like Giannis, and Giannis was, was hey, it, hey, like, hey, and your man Giannis was uncouth enough to say it in the press conference. Say it, <laughs> say it with a straight face and not even laugh. Yeah, it was not a joke. Down the stretch. It was not. Whoever Harden's guarding, get a ball to him. Like, and, and even like LeBron and them, like the way they treated him on the rotations, like yo, know, at the end of the game, they didn't give him the ball. Like, it was just weird. Like, and, I, and then when they did give him the ball, he made that dodo play where he had a wide open like layup and threw it out because he was shook. But and that's not even the one, Jim. Amazing. Even defensively, they didn't seem to respect Harden. Like, he gives out buckets all day, every day. That's why it shows you, like, it really is the difference between the regular season and the playoffs. When these star it. players guarded him at the end of that game with playoff intensity, all of that chop, 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 step back and all, all that stuff didn't work. Like, he was charging people. He was not taking shots when he had them. He, yo, it was it was but amazing. This is very they really they don't talk about it. They talk about, him, they talk about him like he don't lead the league in scoring. Like they talk about by, him by like, a wide margin. They talk but, about dude like he like, ain't have a month of like forty points. How do you average forty? But they, but they hate his style. It's his style, in my opinion. That's the thing. Like, uh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I'll let you finish that. Now I'm saying his style of play. A Houston style of play. Someone asked Russell, I looked at Bill Simmons, had me rolling. He was like, Who do you hate more? The a- watching the Astros or the Rockets? He's like, Damn, the Rockets. <laughs> How bad that style of play is. No, and, and, you know? I mean, it, it has a lot to do with his domination, though, because 
when you're in a you're placed in a position like this, an all star game where you can't say the star because everybody's pretty much a star, so they don't have to worry about carrying a load on the other end, so they can give you everything they got on a defensive end. It's a totally different ball game. I'm like, yo, yeah. it, this dude seems unguardable most times, and they made him look yeah, like you, he was the worst like, all star on the it's, floor. It's, it's a, it's a different court. game, like. It's a different game when you got like you switch off one all star, then there's another one right in front of you. Right, that's no one waiting for you. Game. Yeah, you're <laughs> switching off to some some role play. That's kind of why people were afraid of the the. Yeah. Come on, dog. You get a pick, you get switched off of Beverly, and then Paul George jump in your face, and then you get another pick, yeah. and then Claw jump in your face, and then he you get yeah. past him somehow miraculously. Then you got to deal with Montrez Harold at the rim, right? <laughs> Here's the problem with Harden in Houston. He was, I put in a group where it was like they take the most threes for 23rd in percentage and second and last in assists. He may score, but he's not an efficient player. Look at his shooting numbers. He's not yeah. an efficient player. And so the people he's not an like, efficient. He's not an efficient player as far as quote-unquote true um, percentages go, but as far as analytics go, they, they – Even though he's, he's barely hitting 40%. He's barely they, hitting they 40%. That's efficient. Because yeah, but here's the difference. The way the math works in the model is if you're taking threes, right, right, even if you hit at a lower clip, by the time you do that, it will equal out to you hitting at a higher clip of two. But right. the problem with that is three's are the, the great equalizers, team, what they call them. <laughs> the, the rest of his team is having an off season in terms of their shooting. Um, probably a lot to do with Russ being there. Um, just jacking it up too. But so that's like why like with them in now. Milwaukee, them and Milwaukee are interesting because Milwaukee, when Milwaukee is making their threes, they're damn near impossible to beat. But they have right. long streaks sometimes where they're, they're not they're not hitting. So they're not right. hitting. It's a whole different game. Because oh, when, they're when they're hitting, when they're hitting, the ball playing running back, when he's playing running back and he's going to the cup, like if you jump on him and do what uh, Toronto did, he kicks it out, and they're knocking down their threes, then you're in trouble. The problem is when they played Toronto, Toronto had a lot of great closeouts. So they, they, they basically, they put like four men across and like, yo, you're not going to bowl your way to the rim like you right. usually do. And then when he right. kicked it out, they, would, they had great rotations and they couldn't get, like, even when they got open threes, they weren't making it. So now they look like they don't even look like a, a playoff team. But when they right. make it in threes, though, and that's the thing, that's the thing about being streaky, a streaky shooting team like that. You can either just run through some teams, or you can end up that is the crazy Because Jimmy is exactly right. There's some points where Milwaukee looks like Milwaukee and Freak look like the greatest, one of the greatest teams that the league has ever seen. But there's moments where you can make them look like they're not even that good. Um. Skyview said Devin Booker did absolutely nothing for his all-star consideration next year. He missed a major opportunity. Um, yeah. If you would have asked I, me before, point, if, if you would have asked me before, though, I, I would have probably said, yeah, that's probably how it's going to play. It's always the situation when a new First all-star timer. gets on and he really looks like he doesn't belong in that first I mean, some people, their first all-star appearance, they go in and they just blaze the house. But a lot of players, no matter how good they are in the regular season, they get to the all-star game 
and you know you're playing in there with all them stars, you kind of fade back and, and look like you're not doing much. But I, I mean, that, that kind of showed you with Devin Booker. You know, he he's the greatest player on a bad team, so not really surprised. <laughs> Shout to Kevin Love, but yo, he he um he uh he had this like attitude he had like during the course of the weekend. I thought he was like gonna come out there and like he had something to prove with the the, the way he was walking around with the the the, the mean face. And then he get out there and look like, you know, he looked like Hersey Hawkins. Like, what are you doing, beloved? You don't belong here. But you know what? Showed you. Everybody can't, everybody can't summon that. Everybody's not that kind of all-star. You know what I'm saying? Some <laughs> dudes go out there mad that they've been slighted all this time. You know, somebody like a Dame, Dang. Dame Lillard, after all his slights, <laughs> he got out there and he blazed the house. You <laughs> know what, Booker, though? You know, People talk. Like, you know, he looked mad, but he didn't do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, two things on Devin Booker. First, he probably still mad about getting sucker to that part in the boardroom about the women clothing. But he probably still salty about that. But uh the other thing is I think this game, even Devin Booker hit thirty, he won't get there next year because Steph Curry and Clay Thompson come back off injury next season. And they're gonna get in regardless. Uh oh, yeah. so I think it's so I, and, and I, I think, think that's Devin, like that's Kev's point, like his next year, like, it's not going to be much of an argument because those dudes going to come back, and you didn't Reputation. show them anything when you got the chance. So, you know. We were talking about this the other day. It's so much talent in the league right now. Like, the snubs are going to be crazy. KD has to mm-hmm. come back. You got Kyrie, who's <laughs> always going to be on the fringe. You got you got um, Clay. You got Steph. Yo, it's like oh, – so got Bradley Beal. Got Bradley Beal. 30 and got denied. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a lot. I think Chris will be better next year. I think he's always a second-year back. So I think Chris Stapps might be back to form. There's a lot of good <laughs> talent in this league right now. You know they're going to end up doing? And it's still not going to work. They're going to end up just saying they're going to scrap the positions all together on the ballot. Remember, they scrapped, they scrapped, what, centers and just had backcourt and frontcourt. Still going to be too They need to go world versus the U.S., dog. I'm telling you, it's that time, world versus the U.S. <laughs> yeah. That, that – but at the same time, like they still, I mean, the it might be there. even more snubs that way. <laughs> you're gonna have to, Tobias. You'll be surprised, man. Like, listen, you talk about. I mean, half of us. You talk about Giannis. You talk about Pascal. You talk about Joel Ben Simmons. Um, we just talked about Chris Tabs. You talk about Luca. Luca. There's a lot of them, man. You can you can get twelve. Even, you can get a squad. You can, I even work. and I didn't even think hard. Yeah, you can players. definitely get last it. year. Last year, the most valuable player, Joker, the rookie of the year, Joker. Joker, yeah. So like last year, the MVP, the sixth man of the year, and it was something else. MVP, sixth man of the year, rookie of the year. No, sixth man was Lou Williams. I think that's the only award that the regular uh, American six, players six, won. <laughs> yeah, America the MVP trash. with the MVP. <laughs> um, Skyview said, "Question: Who is the last?" Regular white guy to make the All Star game. Um, uh, I don't even know Rex Chapman. Um, I don't Kyle Corver. <laughs> it was Kyle Corver from the Hawks that year. Or oh, Kevin Love. It's probably Kevin Love. Yeah, Kyle yeah, you're right. When they put a Kevin bunch Love, of people Kyle in, shouldn't have been in it. Um, and Kevin yeah, Love, he, and he was still getting that reputation. Right? Yeah, I think Kevin Love after Kevin Love went after him. Yeah, that's right. So it probably, probably no, it's either one of those two. Yep. One of those. I was going to say Paul Millsap, but that's either here or there. 
<laughs> All right, well, you know, Brad, you got anything else before we move on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I touched on this real quick. Y'all talk about like I know y'all touched on this NFL thing. Uh, mm-hmm. They they could do the expanded playoffs. Uh, I think it works twofold, where it will keep some of those games competitive. I'm cool with that. But at the same time, also, you can see more coaches getting fired now. Hey, you got an extra spot. You still can't get in the playoffs. Dude, and I think when the owners negotiated this CBA, they didn't care about players. They didn't care about coaches. They care about fans. Fans get an extra game. Fans get an extra I'm team cool in the playoffs. It. Yeah, that's what I'm about to say. Fans win, if anything. You know, it's a hey, lot of people out there. Like, oh, I don't want an extra game. I want to keep it like it's always been. But for the most part, fans want to see extra football. But I mean, hold up, Tobias, you also and, and three million of them watch XFL this week. People want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Tobias, you also gonna have coaches that just sneak into the playoffs that usually wouldn't make it and be like, "Look, I took the team to the playoffs, so NCAA tournament." So it's well, the be extra playoffs on each way. side. Y'all know what I'm calling that? I'm calling that the Dallas Cowboys clause. They just putting in extra spots to try to get the Cowboys in the playoffs. And they still <laughs> wouldn't have made it last year. They can't. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. You know, on their own as much as they should. If you would have been like the number two seed, that would have got a buy, like. You ain't getting a buy no more. Yeah, you ain't getting a buy no Brady. more. Because, like, look, look at how many times New England. I saw some, a stat where. It's all good, though. That means Wild Card Weekend going to be litty. You know what? I saw yeah. a stat where they said the, the Patriots and under Brady and Belichick never made the Super Bowl where they didn't have the bye week. And so that's something there. And I'll say this before I run. I know everybody's hyping up these old quarterbacks, right? That signed, like, Drew Brees coming back. He declined, he had a five game break. The past couple of seasons slowed down at the end. Brady's not that dude. Teams, except for the Raiders, aren't lined up to give him $30-something million at 43 years old. Phillip sure. Rivers. But, but yeah, so, so what people – I think what happens is Peyton, like Tom – but remember what happened Darryl. to Peyton Manning in Denver. That last season they won that Super Bowl. He was oh playing God. good but half of the year. He fell off the cliff right then. It happened. Yo. Yeah, it happened during that season. Cause he, cause he yeah, missed some time. They, Once he missed time, they wanted to fight it was, him. It was a wrap. Yeah, it was a wrap. Once he came back, he was just, you know. He's Trevor Simeon to with me. brains. But see, here's the thing that kills exactly me also. Everybody's talking Bridgewater. If he's all that, what does I'm not not I'm Saints perspective? Why won't they just say right? breed? I say, if you're 40 years old, you gave us Super Bowl, gave us great years. We don't go with this guy here because it is hard to find a decent quarterback. You know, and that's just because something that teams, I think across my mind. Like an 80-year-old are loyal to people, man. You can't – because that's disrespectful. It's, it's, it's sort of like what the Lakers did to Kobe. Like, they stunted their growth because they were taking care of their own, and that's kind of what the Saints going to do. They're going to take care of Breeze because they feel like they own. You but know, at the same point, at the same time, I really don't think man. Bridgewater is that guy. Man. I don't. But, 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 but the media's overhyped. The media's overhyped. Like, he may get 25 yeah, or 25 all or 30. Look at is, all they he look at is QB records. So they're like, he stepped in and they won all five games. Like, he, come on. He was in the passenger seat Listen, for most of that. quarterback in the NFL, when you get an opportunity, <laughs> as long as you don't F it up, you can become wealthy, man. Who was the boy right. from Green Bay? Matt, Matt Flynn. Matt Flynn, yeah. a couple of good games. His family gonna eat. His family gonna eat for a couple of generations, man. But but even Matt Flynn, 
he actually gave you more to fall for in less games, of course. But he gave you more to fall for in games than Teddy Bridgewater did in five games. Matt Castle did too got, that year in New England. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater you trying to right. say Teddy, to say Teddy over, Bridgewater wasn't lighting it up? Throw for 19, 106 yards. Like, and they win. Like, they were <laughs> balling around him. He wasn't lighting it up, though? Yeah, he wasn't lighting it up. Shout out to Fred Purdue. Still ain't lighting it up. Can I get my money? <laughs> but, hey, but you guys have a good one, man. Let's guys get, right, get to guys. it, man. You guys have a good week, man. No doubt. You All right, home, peace. All right, so, yeah, just last shout-out before we move on. Shout-out to Bam out of Bio for winning the skills contest. The big men was getting the, the guards up out of there. Um, yeah. Shout-out to uh, my man Buddy Hill, my man Horse, for winning the three-point contest. Uh, Derek Jones Jr. for the dunk contest. And, of course, the mute Kawhi Lynn for – uh, winning the first ever Kobe Bryant <laughs> MVP award in the All-Star game. So, in my and opinion, Jim, this was one of the better – yeah, shout-out to Uncle Jim. This is one of the better All-Star games, All-Star weekends that, you know, I think we've seen in a, in a pretty long time. So, shout-out to the NBA. Yeah. Mostly shout-out to Chicago, Chicago Bulls, the city of Chicago. I think they put on and represented – that intro to the All-Star game was not even one of. That was the greatest intro no I've fire. ever seen. So shout out to Common, whoever helped cook that up. But uh, at shout Mute, out to Fantasia, yo. <laughs> you said Fantasia? I mean, not Fantasia. I'm not I'm about to say. <laughs> I met Jay Hub. She's like the opposite of Fantasia. You think Fantasia, you think my Jennifer. My fault. J Hub Productions, man. I was thinking about yeah. Fantasia's Taffy. My fault. J Hub Productions, though. Yeah. Um, shout out to <laughs> shout out to J Hub Productions, man, because she bodied that to the point where I couldn't look at the TV because I, I, you know what I mean, yeah. I was trying. You know what I mean, keep myself. You mean exaggerating? So he got real busy on his phone while she was singing. Yo, like certain things you just, you just can't look at, dog. Like if I look up, yo, I couldn't look when she was, yo, she was killing it. I had to like start looking at some crazy memes on Twitter. I was like, yo, show me some ratchet memes or something because he he going in. But um, yeah. you're right about that. Chicago definitely did. That intro yeah, they put They represent it. Anything anybody so does good. like that from now on is just going to be biting Chicago. And you got to. Yeah, the game, There's no choice, man. The game bite was so Chicago. good, though. The end <laughs> of the game was so good that I like, I, I'm, I'm going to ignore how terrible the celebrity game was. Cause, uh, yeah, I care about that. That was 10. <laughs> that was All 10, right, but so. once again, y'all man mute. Gets the last laugh. <laughs> <laughs> He's killing the NBA right now. And there's nothing y'all can do about it. All right, man. So uh, this Fury Wilder Part 2 is uh, on the horizon for this Saturday. Uh, we all know what happened the first time. Is there any excitement in your heart for this one? Or are you just like... Uh, honestly, I'm pr- no, and it's probably partly because I feel like they're overselling it, um, mm-hmm. and also because I ain't paying the five. I might try to find a way to watch it and see if somebody else ordered it or go on. I definitely, I, I want to watch it. Dark web. I, I definitely, I, de- <laughs> I definitely want to watch it, but it's not even like I don't want to pay the five either. So the last thing you said seems to be my only option because. I'm not even interested in wasting my time to get dressed and to go to somebody else's house, that even too. if it's one of my neighbors. You know what I'm saying? 
You know, you go to your neighbor house, like you still got to make sure you smell fresh. I can, I can sit never like my own basement. So, yo, the older I get, the more I don't want to leave nowhere. I just want to sit in the crib. Right. Like, so they strong so, and put no paper. You boxing got to find another way, man. I'm thinking the dark web might be my only option. If it was on that zone, then it might be, it, it might have been something because I would have paid that because I'm meaning to just a good time to start. But it's just regular pay per view. I mean, it's seventy nine ninety nine. I'm not sure Come if that's on, just the regular price or if that's the HD price as well. But uh, the fight, First like I said, all. it's Saturday. This Saturday, February 22nd, starts at 9 p.m. Has quite a few preliminary bouts. I'm counting five right here. So it's not going to start anywhere near 9 o'clock. And that's it's another at the thing. MGM that's Grand Garden thing. Arena out in Las Vegas, out in Skyview Land. So we'll see. Thing, I, I'm going to see so it somehow. When you put five fights on, I'm not even going to be awake when the main event comes on that I paid for it. So, like, I'm definitely cool, man. And, yo, 80 bucks, come on. Cause it, why, it's 2020. Why are we charging more for HD in 2020? Come on, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, Scott, you said I was Am I still a little choppy? Or yeah, you are a little it? choppy. You're a little choppy. But um, right. my whole thing is, man, we got to stop charging more for HD in 2020. That's one. Boxing has to find another way to get their content to people. We're living in a world now where content is king. There's so much. There's so much content out there, and you got a gazillion streaming sites. Um, sports is the last thing that people watch live, but there's no way. And it's, to me, I, I can't shouldn't say obvious, but it seems to me like they're having trouble selling pay per view anyway. With the way over the last couple of days they're going crazy with the promotion. Like, yeah, they're doing a, a whole lot of, you know, unusual stuff with this one. Nobody want to see that fat, uncooked chicken rumble. Wild <laughs> and, and you're right, though, Jim. Like, it's paper, like HD should be standard no exactly. matter what to, in, in 2020, especially since they got 8K picture out now. Like, HD is not even 4K. That's just 1080p. Exactly. So that should be really? standard TV. In 2020. Why are you charging more for I feel it? Because they But some of the unusual stuff that Jimmy's talking about, like they said that at, at Friday's weigh-in, the guys are not going to be able to have a face-off afterwards because they had a little press presser a couple of days ago where they got the pushing and shoving. But anybody who watched that can tell that it was fake. It was contrived. These dudes have already, you know, expressed how much they actually like and respect each other when they weren't fighting each other. So now that they're fighting mm-hmm. each other, especially for a second time, they got to try to drum up some hate to get those pay-per-view numbers going. So now they're, I guess they're banking on people saying, man, if they're not even going to let these dudes have a face-off, it must have got bad. They must hate each other. Yeah, poppycock. They're just trying to get y'all. But... <laughs> I, I just I just feel like, man, listen, man, I, I just feel like boxing has to find a way, man. Al Heyman, you the God, man. Figure it out, man. You got to find Al Heyman to the rescue. 2020, Al Heyman, call call my man Maverick Carter. He'll help you. Yo, Dazzin probably was the move, man. Like, there's gotta be there's gotta be one of these tech companies out there who's just gonna like break the bank and get all the live sports on their streaming platform, and that's gonna be fire. You know what I'm saying? Like, you figure ESPN (laughs) will break the bank. Disney gonna break the bank and put it all on ESPN (laughs) Plus. I would pay for that. Shout out to Esotericism in the. Uh, chat room. He said he charged that because there's a sucker born every day. 
And then, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the truth. I'm telling you, there are going to be a lot of people who fall for that. Like, man, they can't even do a face-off after the weigh-in. These guys can't wait to get at each other. And then you know, it's going to be Yo, a that's whole that's fight that's of terrible. little pot shots trying to <laughs> – Show no, respect. You got, five, you got five undercard fights, right? And, and I'm, a, I'm a man of a certain age, so I'm going to be asleep before the main event come on. <laughs> anyway. like, yeah. I'm going to have to watch it on replay. Like, y'all been 80 hours, and I missed it anyway. Like, Yo, I, I, what happens I'm usually is I wake a, up and they go I'm to Twitter, and I can watch the highlight of somebody getting knocked out on Twitter. I'm and that's another one of those reasons, Jimmy, that I can't go to somebody else's house because I'm going to be the dude sitting in the back sleep. <laughs> Waiting for the fight Greg, to come on. Greg, with Gray in your beard getting laughed at and you sleeping don't know it. Um, is it me and, and and I just I've noticed this through the years. When you have two fighters that actually have some level of affinity for one another, like the rumble don't be the same. Like it's not it's not it, it it's you can tell when we really homies but you know, with exception being Iron Mike cuz Iron Mike knocked somebody head off and had it rolling down the sidewalk and then picked it up and gave him a kiss on the cheek, but he was a little different. <laughs> um, my man, Tyson, Tyson, y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. I, yo, Tyson Fury looks like he has never seen fire, a shit up. Uh, a, <laughs> yo, his name is fire for him. Like, why would y'all give him that name? Like, he can't yo, your man bothers you, also, you can talk happen. all that trash, though, but my man, my man got a mean pugilism game. Yeah, he, yeah, he, can, like, he can really, he can really box him. He, he can choose him. He can choose him. Anytime they wow. fight, and, wow. and, it's, and, and reports say that they already got a third one in the, you know, already oh. in contract for a third one because, remember, the first one didn't have a winner. That's so fire. there's going to be a rubber match no matter what. Oh. That ain't fire. Any time they fight, it's going to be the same story. It's basically how long can Fury go without running into one of those disrespectful haymakers that can put you on your butt. Yo, good. Yeah. Like he was one of the lucky dudes that I saw that even got up from one of them. I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what y'all. As a, know as a boxing match, he, he, he's going to easily outbox him, but can yeah, he get away from that haymaker? I, Jimmy, I don't know yeah. what y'all do, what y'all do in the heavy bag in the gym, and I'm not even saying I'm nice like, so yeah, I am. But yo, Wildenberry can't 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 pugil better than me. He he might be stronger. He might can swing. He, 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 he better. better. He might be a better pugil. athlete. Yo, dude is not pugiling, yo. What he's doing is throwing. He just made that a verb. Make, he, he is not hay, he can't pugil. Haymakerin, dog. Like that means. Like Listen, man. as a lover, as a lover of the sport. That we are, and I know our brother PJ. Uh, we're gonna have him on. You can't possibly appreciate this dude because what he's doing is not. Hold on, it's not. He said, he said, y'all gotta be perfect the whole fight. I gotta be perfect with one punch, man. Quarter <laughs> of the year, if man. He hit you, lucky if he hits you with one of them, though. If he, he hits you with one of them, though. But 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 hear me, though. Survive, There's baby. plenty of people that walk the earth that if they hit you with one of those. But the job is to not get hit by one of those. Like, dude is a lucky. Yeah. Yo, he's a four-leaf clover. But he has, listen, though, peep this, though. What's the odds of that, though? He has 12 rounds to land one of them sounds. I, I, so I, it was I like, it's a sonic boom. It is definitely a sonic boom, but he is not so, dead. He's pugiling. So, but he's that brings me, Jimmy's well, point <laughs> brings me to my next question for both of y'all. Well, Instead of asking you who's going to win and how's the fight going to go, 
the way you phrase that question is, will Fury be able to get through 12 rounds without catching one of those wild shots? Because if he catches one, then we all know what's going to happen. It might not happen in one punch, but it will loosen you up for whatever else he has in the tank. So he outboxed. I, I know he can and will outbox him as he did in the first matchup. So the question is, <laughs> is can he last 12 rounds without getting caught by you no. know, one of those shots that 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 Wilder's right. going to be hunting? No, no probably. Okay, because if you say no, that means probably. you think Wilder's going to win. Because, right, like I said, it might not happen right. in one shot, but if he catches him with one shot, it does here's enough damage. <laughs> here's what I want to say. I want to say that it's going to be a surprise, and Fury is going to actually knock out Wilder. And it's gonna be an amazing surprise, but there's something yeah, there's something that won't let me say that. You know? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, have to really be getting it in on him. There's to, something else. There's something else that's not letting me say that, and I, you know, I can't speak what that is. Yo, so I, know, I, know, said, I know, exactly, I know exactly what it with is. That, but, yeah. With that being said, with that being shot my brother out to read. Yo, with that being said, I'm gonna say that Wilder is <laughs> gonna knock this ball out, man. Wildenberry <laughs> and Floyd Mayweather are two sides of the same coin, but they can never be in the same room at the same time. I messed that up. But, like, they're both two ends of a spectrum, and I hate both of them. <laughs> they should call this fight Wild Fury. Wild. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Why, why, why are you putting Wilder out there with, with, with Floyd, though? He don't be, he don't be on that type, type, type time that Floyd be on. He don't be taking it. What do you want it? Um, I'm I'm saying because I'm looking Whoa. inside the inside the yeah Floyd be beating them up, and they can have all the estrogen oh. in there like he beating them up. Um, Wilder, but got, they can, Wilder got caught with that too. No, 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 he didn't. He didn't. I thought he did. Oh. You know. But if you put them in the ring like like Floyd, I'll give him this. He is a technician to the point of putting you to sleep. It's so defensive. Wildenberry just throwing anything. No, that is not. I don't appreciate, yo, because it's like it's like in this thing of ours, right? You get on the court with a cat that's a tremendous, like out of this world athlete, and he cannot play basketball, but his athleticism allows him to be on the. You like, yo, I can't appreciate that. You're not pugilist. You're not I mean, pugilist. Some cats that made the NBA that way. I mean, yeah, some Harvard, famous. Darvin Ham. I don't know name. All it takes is to be athletic. Shout out to Ruben. Yo, shout out to Ruben Patterson. The Kobe Yo, can, you remember, can you remember Ruben ever scoring? I can't. Well, go ahead. In Cincinnati. Yeah, he's, he's, he's uh, said that there's going to be a third fight. Fury has to win this fight. Or else you can't sell it. You can only sell a trilogy if Fury wins. I mean, I happen, happen to agree with go. that. But like there I said, I think, I think they're having trouble selling this in the first place. So he, you know, he's definitely right. Like, it's going to be almost impossible to sell a third one. Um, so they might have to, even, you know, if that's already in the contract, like some of the reports I've seen, like they might have to get that away for free. Especially <laughs> if he gets if he gets knocked into Bolivian, as Mike Tyson was saying, if, not, if, if Wilder knocks him into Bolivian, ain't nobody checking in for no third Jones. Yeah, yo, man. Yeah. Yo, not man. for a price. Now if he, now, if he knocks Wilder, I'm not trying to check into this one for a price. 
wildebeest got now, people. Not Wilder, wildebeest not got like a not for learning. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, gonna be a they, they can get this of three next week. <laughs> Just schedule it. Go ahead. Get your eye right and let's go. All right, before because we got uh, a couple more calls to get to, so let's get to the stat of the week real quick. Uh, Jimmy's angry young boy Imani Bates, high school sophomore. Um, he had a game this week where he tallied 60 points and 21 rebounds in Lincoln's 8-102 double overtime win over Chelsea. Uh, every photo of this game, Jimmy, you see, dude is like screaming with the mad face. This is going to be so chocked with negative emotions by the time he gets to the NBA. Um, but, yo, he's a beast, though. Uh, 15-year-old. He's chopping up again, Dad. But, but I will say this. Um, I will say this, boy. Amani, yeah, you chopped it. Yeah, you chopped it again. Yeah, Amani Bates, man, is angry because he has to wait to graduate high school um, to do anything because, yo, you think – all right, so we had LeBron, we had Zion. My man Amani Bates is already being followed. He's a sophomore, <laughs> so by so by the time he gets to be there, like the hype machine is already building, and he's doing nothing. Like he's the best high school player in the country, and he's a sophomore. So, I mean, yeah, he, I, can't, I don't yeah. know why. I don't know why they're in the old head. He he's, he's always angry, yelling at him though. He gets away with a lot of yelling at. Him. <laughs> but when you that He's going to be night, one of those dudes that you. just curses refs out for no reason. I don't think he Why can fight. He I think it. that's going to stop pretty soon. In fact, I, he has some kind of chip on his shoulder, Jimmy. I don't know. When you're this good, that young, I don't know what the chip could possibly be. But the chip might be what makes him, you know, this good, this young. So. Yo, Casey Mack just sent a message saying Amani Bates is the next Kevin Durant. I mean, that's high praise, but I mean, Amani Bates high. already is tough. He's, he's 15, though. He's already 6'9. <laughs> Dude might end up being 7'2. <laughs> <laughs> Playing the two. Yo, why he that nice, though? Playing the two. Yeah. Nice and mean at the same time. All right, so our quote of the week comes from the king, LeBron James. And he weighed in on this whole uh, MLB situation, and he has a quote that was directed directly at Rob Manfred, the commissioner of MLB, and he said, listen, I know I don't play baseball, but I am in sports, and I know if someone cheated me out of winning the title and I found out about it, I would be effing irate. I mean, like, uncontrollable about what I would do slash could do. Listen here, baseball commissioner. Listen to your players speaking today about how disgusted, mad, hurt, broken, et cetera, et cetera, about this. Literally, the ball is in your court, or should I say field, and you need to fix this for the sake of sports. Hashtag, just my thoughts coming from a sports junkie, regardless my own sport I play. What do y'all think about those comments? Because there's a lot of people out there. I mean, I think the sentiment starting to build from some players is that they wouldn't mind if the commissioner actually stripped the Astros of this title. And I know it's a lot of Dodgers fans who probably, you know, would agree with more that. More than an athlete. I ain't with that. <laughs> more than an athlete. Pay me. <laughs> more than Trademark. an athlete. Yo, LeBron, LeBron is what happens when, like, you know, you go through, you go through like, uh, your Bill Russells, your Wilkes, 
your your docs, your magic, your birds, your Jordan. And uh, throughout all this time, as time goes on, more and more of them are starting to realize their power and their leverage. It all culminates with LeBron, who just, like, realizes that he's bigger than the league. Like, (laughs) he comes after Mike, so it's like, yo, he realizes the power that Mike had, but Mike didn't really, like, you know, utilize it other than to enrich himself. So, um, as time goes on, boy, they're going to get tired of y'all. That's all I'm so saying. saying so you're saying basically by the time Imani Bates gets to the league, he's going to be trying well, to get his, his brother ass. into if the White House put, or something. Because he's going to be outspoken like, <laughs> we need my siblings in the White House. <laughs> Yo, Imani he <might, laughs> he Bates is going to get us reparations, Jeff. Yo. <laughs> Yo. Yo, Imani Bates. Like, I ain't sitting up. <laughs> Ever <laughs> until, until black people in this country get reparations. Yo, yeah. This is what happens when when cats like LeBron recognize their power. Because there's certain guys like everybody doesn't have this power, but there's certain guys yeah. that you know come along. Because you know, I mean, I hate, I hate, I ain't even talking about Kobe at this point because it's like painful. Anyway, but my point is. LeBron is one of those guys who's bigger than the game, right? The Michael Jordan, the LeBron James. Like, there's been a lot of great players who who doesn't don't wield this power. Like, no one would have cared what Tim Duncan said. Like, but Tim not, not to knock his basketball game, but it's not the same. Right. Though. LeBron right. is that guy. At the, he sits on the throne, so you know this is interesting to see how they, you know, the commission is going to respond. It's like if if D Wade came out and said this. They wouldn't be waiting for the commissioner to respond to what D Wade said. But they they're gonna they want the commissioner to like, what do you have to say about what LeBron said? Like, he has to respond to that. Yeah. Just like they made a big deal out of his China comments. Um Exactly. All right, let's uh go to the phone line. We got the homie Rob calling in from Cali. Rob, what up? You in the war room. Hello, can y'all hear me? Yes we can. Yes, we can. Hey. Yo, it's your boy Rob, a.k.a. Yo, I ain't like my boom bug. I don't need no disclosures, you know what I'm saying? I, it's just, it's huh? just, just, uh, <laughs> See, let him go. <laughs> that wasn't me. That wasn't Rob, me. My bad. Uh, Rob, you out, you out there in Cali on the dummies, sir? My bad. Blueprint. Let him go. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo. Uh, yo, shout, shout out to Nas. There's already, there's already an album called Blueprint. But anyways, man. How y'all doing yeah. today, man? Oh, he just dissed you. Amen. Slow it down. <laughs> he just dissed you. No, 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 no. no. Oh, it was a Jay Z dance. It was a Jay Z dance. Nah, nah. Live, nah. It was Jay Z. Hold on, though. Own up to your business. Dom DeMonco. DeMonco. He didn't diss me because what he said, he said it wrong, though. Like, he didn't say it right. Like, wow, man, leave the gummies alone, yeah. cuz. Yeah, Uh-oh, I Jimmy. Skyview drinking the Kool-Aid. He said, I don't know, Zion is giving Ja a run, half season or not. What? Come on, man. Y'all disrespecting Ja Morant. Ja Morant been chilling dudes all season. When Ja is standing by my side, why should I be afraid? (laughs) There should be no no way that anybody other than Ja Morant can win the rookie of the year at this point unless he, like, Unless he dies on his way to a game. Okay, come on, man. Hey, stop, man. Stop it, man. The boy played, what, five games so far? Yo, Zion <laughs> played like six games, cuz. Relax. Ja, ja, 
Ja's good, but in the long term, in the long term, don't sleep on Kobe White. That's all I got to say, man. Huh? Uh, he ain't a part of this conversation. <laughs> and he will never be. <laughs> Come on, man. We only acknowledge one Kobe in the war room. <laughs> he's from UNC, man. He's from I know, I know. That was a Homer comment from you. I know. I got yeah, it from exactly. the start. That was a Homer comment. All right, but Rod, what you got, man? Yo, Rod, uh, I, I I'm going to let you I have did. it for the rest of the episode. I'm just letting you know. Pause. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, yo, I I I just want to say uh, for the for 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 the for, for the baseball, yeah, as a Dodgers fan, yes, yeah, strip the Astros, to strip the Red Sox too, you know what I'm saying? Back to back, that's all I got. Yeah, you're, you're two of the most racist places <laughs> in America. Two two most racist places in America. You want your chips that way? That's how that's how you want to get your chips, bro. That's okay, 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 okay. Eagle fans, Eagle, Eagle fans. If mm-hmm. if if they was to strip the Patriots for that Super Bowl for Spygate, would you take it? Absolutely Why are you asking not. question with a question? We asked you your thoughts. Oh. It ain't had nothing to do with what we thought. I said yes. I said yes. All right, all right. Well, that's the answer no, you to the wouldn't. question. You got all hype. Calm down. <laughs> we didn't say there was anything wrong with your thoughts either way. We just asked you. That how you want it. <laughs> Right. And, and you want to you yeah, want to chip they, you want to chip too you want to chip like you know eighteen months later after like don't nobody want to chip that way you have a parade for that like come on man <laughs> they, might, they they at least gonna make a, a couple murals you know they the artists in L A yeah. can't wait to make murals they mural it up <laughs> yeah they just put a mural the team picture up there congrats to the champs and and and, and, and as far as that theory versus uh theory versus uh. Uh, what's his name? Fight the, the bomber, the Wilder, the mm-hmm. bomber, Bronx bomber. I'm gonna go Yakub, aka, aka, you know, Elijah Muhammad, call him White Devil. I'm gonna go oh, for him. You know God, what I'm saying? You on one, man? Yo, no, no, Dom the Monko. Yo, I'm gonna go. I wanna go for. I'm, you got prescription? Huh? You got prescription for them gummies, or you just like you know you want to do? <laughs> Yo, 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 well, yo. Legal in Cali. Yo. You, got, you had the dispensary calling in? Yo, yo, good yams are the best medicine. But anyways, man, like, um. I ain't going to say you. ain't lying. 30, I mean, that's true. First 30 still illegal, though. Boy, federally, man. federally, federally. But, um, but yeah, but, but, but yeah, I think, I think Fury, because it doesn't, okay, he doesn't pass the eyeball test. He looks like Al Bundy fighting, let's be honest. But he can still box. He looks now, like Nikola Jokic. I mean, I mean, now, now, Remember, now that, he looked like um, he looked like Zildjunas Ilgaskis when he cut his hair bald. But he got he looked like a Zildjunas Ilgaskis with it man hands. Like he got hands. <laughs> yeah, he do. He got hands. <laughs> it, man. And, and 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 as far as my Lakers. Hopefully, you know, I'm still mourning. Hopefully, you know, it's be a rallying cry for um for the Lakers to bench to actually play or hopefully Kuzma can adjust his robot playoffs and to use them big. But 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 last but not least, because I know y'all got a lot, a lot, a lot and I want to say this a little bit in election season. I hope everybody just does do research on your, all these candidates before you vote. You know, because, you know, with the internet, they're going to die through everything. Word. And, uh, and, 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 and I just want to put out, 
Huh? Smartest thing you said in a long time, Rob. Word. Uh, Agree. Uh, Bloomberg got rolled on on national TV last night. Yo, that is asshole. They stomped him out like a Goodfellas movie. (laughs) Uh, Elizabeth Warren took a bite at him, man, but he ain't going to come from that. But but, uh, but I I do want to say this. I do want to say this. Like what come what 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 comes uh, especially especially because of black black folk right now in this election, uh, research the candidates and don't look at the Charmaine, the God and and um, with that that Breakfast Club. We don't ask her about black agenda. Present the black agenda to them. You know what I'm saying? There's a book called The Covenant. It lays it lays all the issues that 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 we have to ask our political candidates about. Uh, as regards to the black community, we have to stop also, also uh, making these generalizations. Like, okay, we should we should be like the Asian community and do their wealth. Listen, you people gotta understand that the Asian diaspora is very different. It's it's just, just like the African diaspora. No, All these Asians are different. All these and let, listen, 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 listen. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with generational wealth, but stop comparing us to them. All the Asians are different. Listen. You, you you yes you can look at like people from 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 the Asian communities. But most of those Asian communities that are affluent have have uh, maintained the, those immigrants who come here maintain their middle class status when they get over here. They know how to they know how to transfer their wealth. And all Asians are different. I gotta remember all Asians are different. Yeah. Like the Filip the Filipinos in the hood are not doing as well as as the Japanese folks. You know what I'm saying? They Cambodian, so let's not make these generalizations. I got a response to that. Yeah. I'm gonna chill right. I'm gonna chill right now, cause I got a response to that. But I just, I don't know how we got here. I mean, it's gotta be the gummies, cause you went from, you know, um, some Fury. kind of Dodgers getting hit to somehow all Asians are different. You sound like Reggie White right now, man. But that's either here or there, man. Or Oh, man, shout out to you, man. You know we appreciate your call. We holler at you next week. Yo, right? let us know what let us know what dispensary you hitting too, dog. We need some of them gummies uh, shipped over Philly, man. Y'all <laughs> call us Central Rose Cut. Not just playing. It's over. We're Central over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah. Peace. Awesome. Okay. All right. Uh, let's take one last call before we move on. We got the homie Casey right, Matt calling them from down in Texas. The stars at night. <laughs> What up, Casey <laughs> Mack? I'm still a horrible winner right now. Am I still a horrible winner or what? Hey, hey, hey! Still, I know hey, you still, Casey you Matt. still celebrating. Still, still on your, uh, yeah. your Super Bowl high. <laughs> hey, Casey Mack, what 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 time is it over there? It's like a we got an hour difference. It's like what six? Uh, yeah, it's six ten. Be careful when it gets dark. I heard things about Texas, man. Scares <laughs> and queers. You know the deal. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Yo! All right, what's up, man? What you want to talk about, man? Yo, we're not dissing Dwayne Wade or his family right now, man. Let that go. No, nah, I'll leave. <laughs> I, hey, I'm not allowed to talk about kids. No, no, no kids allowed. Shit, I am. I won't talk no kids I won't are old. Talk about <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, what about baseball? baseball? Come on. Um, March 26th, the Astros opening day, they play against the Angels. I think After the Angels Trump should show said up. all that stuff he said. I think the Angels should show up and 
and sit. I don't think they should play. Mm. You, mm. I think they should boycott until they strip at a World Series. Some of you know, each, each time the Astros listen. show up to a uh, when they when they go on the road, you on your money, Bates. I've I've been I've been I've been <laughs> listen, Casey Mack. I've been letting people get off, get their rocks off on the whole Astros things. I, I I get it, man. Three things, man, and then I want you to finish. Number one, America, the country is built on cheating. Like it's built on cheating. That's number one. Number two. <laughs> Baseball itself, what's more baseball than stealing signals? Now y'all can y'all y'all have to dive into that because y'all watch baseball. I don't, but I've I've been told by everyone that stealing signals is a part of the game. That's like that's it's crazy. not uh, like it's stealing signals electronically is not a part of the game. Right. I guess that's just stealing signals in 2020, but you know, yeah, 2020 with our yeah. signals. No, but yeah, it's, it's, it's different when you setting up cameras and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, if you can, everybody's going to look. You get somebody on second base. First of all, you got to be good enough to get somebody on second base. He's going to try to look around the pitcher to get some signals. That's that's a part of the game. You're going to do that. Right. And it's the right. catcher's job to try to hide that from him. But this, what they did was crazy. I don't care either way if they strip them, if they don't. You know, it's just entertaining to see players actually saying, you know, I need to get them up out of here. Like, that's weird to me because you usually don't see other players taking things that far. But for the contingency of people that's just like, man, you know, they, that's what they do in baseball. They, they, No, they don't do it like this. <laughs> they don't do it like okay. this. Yeah, well, <laughs> if, 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 if cheating is uh, legal now, then I need that guy, the Bay Area number 25 in the Hall of Fame then. Ooh, I'm, what, he needs to be in the Hall of Fame. But that the bench could have been all. Glorifying cheating, put 25 in the Hall of Fame. Man, listen, the Patriots go to the ball every every chance they get off of cheating. Well, you know they're going to go to the voters this year anyway. You know they're going to go to the voters. Because if you're not going to do anything more about this whole thing, you know that's going to come up a lot. So I expect Bonds. I expect Clemens. I expect them to be back in the Hall. I expect... Pete Rolls to finally be eligible for the Hall, even though uh, Jimmy and I were talking this weekend, or it might have been last episode, I don't know. We talk a lot. Um, Jimmy saying he probably won't get in until he dies. If they let this slide, then they might have to change that. They're going to let it slide. Baseball's current commissioner, how long has he uh, had the the hell? What, two years now? Yeah, it hasn't been long. He's he's fairly new. Could you imagine, like, his disgust? Like, yo, I just got this gig. And now they're like, no, no, that's not excuse, Jimmy, because, hey, as soon as Goodell, as soon as Silver got in the doggone um, that, that seat, they made changes. Matter of fact, Goodell no, no, no. got in the seat, and everybody hates him. You know, it takes, a, it takes a lot of cojones to say, like, yo, we're going to cancel your World Series. That's going to change history. That's, he, yeah, that but, decision but, but is something Jimmy, that's going to be written about for, wait, the, rest for the, the first time. time yeah, he, he assumed office in January of 2015. So this is hey, yeah, Manfred would have the backing of probably majority of the players in the players' association, and they're they're the ones protecting the players. I mean, well, man, that's not a decision. That's not a decision that you could just make lightly. Like that that that's crazy. Like people, 
it's not a decision you want to make. You what, don't even want to be responsible worst, for that. What's the worst? Exactly. That, what's the, you know what? If you don't make a decision, then you're looking like a punk. And then no one's going to respect you anyway. So at least, you know, if you put the hammer down, you can say, well, damn. <laughs> See, like, at least if you put the hammer down, you just have one city that don't respect you. <laughs> well, yeah. you, you'll never be able to go to Houston again. <laughs> Here's my thing though. If he don't, if he don't, if he don't like take it back, but you want to try him because you think he's soft, guess he's gonna get the brunt of it. Now he's gonna come down on you. You gonna pay for the? You gonna pay for the Astro City? <laughs> hey, nobody likes Stern, but he was the most respected uh, commissioner in the league of all sports. You ain't there to make friends. Was, that's because that's, that's he was increasing the the, 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 the revenues and, and making those teams worth a lot hey. more money. Yeah, you know he ain't stripping no titles. You about to decrease the re- revenue if you don't do something. Nah, I mean, you, I, I get it, Casey, you, Mac. You don't I mean, think baseball's going to be defect, uh, uh, affected by this if you, don't, if you do nothing? No, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I get what you're baseball, saying. Baseball I'm just, we're, just, we're just basically giving you the other side of the coin. Like, that is not an easy decision to make, to have on your legacy. You know what I'm saying? I'm the commissioner to strip somebody of their title. Maybe, you know, maybe two teams. If it gets that deep okay. with the Red Sox, like, and then it's going to look like favoritism for the Dodgers because then a lot of other people are like, "Well, how come we didn't get the title when such and such did this?" So it's going, it's just going to okay. open a well, Pandora's we're, box we're, that you might not want to. open. T- we're not, we're not announcing anybody else winning that World Series. All so you just say vacated, vacated, vacated. That's better yeah, than just giving it to somebody else. And possibly vacate the Red Sox. In that case, that's that's probably less on your conscience than just handing it over to somebody else. No, still, I mean, it's still a, I, still a I, legacy I mean, maker, and, though. Still a legacy maker or breaker. So, but you, but he is going. Hey, if he does nothing, he might as well go ahead and end his resignation. <laughs> at, at your least, case, at, Mac at, is on his top. At least. <laughs> At least try. I mean, try to vacate it. And if they, if, if he gets vetoed, he gets vetoed. At least he did. He tried. Because it's like this, you got folks all over the doggone league complaining. So it whether it works or not, you just want him to show some nuts. For well, him, he needs to show some nuts. Yeah, uh, yeah. To, he to, needs to show. Some nuts. I mean, this, 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 this is the chance to lay down the law right now. I feel you. I feel you. Who you got this weekend? Wilder or Fury? How's that going to end? I think Wilder has thrown those wild-ass shots. He has connected on him before. This time, <laughs> Fury does not get up. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm afraid that it might happen earlier this time, too, especially if Fury goes in there with the confidence, like, man, I outboxed the hell out of this dude last time. If he goes in there being a little reckless because of that, he might go. He might go night night a little earlier this time. Yeah, if you know what? Wild and Barry at being wild, he gonna go to sleep. We gotta celebrate this because it's been a long time since we had an American fighter kicking some butt, man. So yeah, I don't care about that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) America trash. (laughs) Yeah, but you already know me. I root against America basketball in the Olympics. Yo, you rooting for America? We only been free. We only been free for eight years, bro. <laughs> All right, Casey Mack, man, we're holler at you, man. Hey, All right, you too.
people people don't be tucking at my heartstrings with that American champ stuff. I like to see Ivan Drago beating the shit out of everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah yo, Pepsi <laughs> buying the jerseys of the other team in the Olympics. <laughs> if he dies. <laughs> He used to have me a, a Carlos Arroyo Puerto Rico jersey. Yeah, it was even, though they had, even though they had territory, they still was in the Olympics, and they were giving it to the day. I was rooting for – the funny part is when I root for the U.S., they lose. You know, I couldn't root against yeah. AI. Yeah, I read the other day. I read <laughs> the other day that law. a study was done. I read the other day that a study was done, and they said that um, 80% of Americans think Puerto Rico is another country. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe it. People be like, yo, I'm going to Puerto Rico, get this passport stamped. Yo, Jimmy. Yo, Jimmy. So does your president. I mean, true, true, true. Say. <laughs> true yeah. that. Jimmy, what happened this week where everybody was on the ground? Don't front, like he, don't front like your president ain't pull up to Puerto Rico and do the Jim Jones balling video with the paper towel. <laughs> The form was perfect, though. The form was perfect. That's not perfect. Oh, yeah, Trump got a J. <laughs> is Jay yeah. better than Sean Marion's? <laughs> Jay might be better than Obama. But our listening base ain't going to like I said that. <laughs> they definitely not. <laughs> we fly. Yo. <laughs> Yo. 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 I ain't going to lie to y'all. Yeah, listen, anybody listening in the past, present, or future, yo, everything we stand for as men is against 45. But we enjoy it, man. I ain't gonna front. I enjoy it. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm, you know me. I don't, I, I don't agree nor disagree 100% with anybody in the world. 45 has taken ample shots at my wallet, but then in other cases, 45 has done me a couple of favors. So you know, I'm not gonna say everything I stand for. You know, I'm a sellout in some moments. Anyway, <laughs> Jimmy, what happened this week, man? Well, everybody was on the grind. You already know, man. Why you were on the grind is brought to you by Sports the Book, the greatest sports book ever written. You can find it at sportsthebook.com or at our hub of warroomsports.com. But it's time to talk about what happened while you were on the grind. More D Wade, D Wade and Zaya talk. Because, um, who would have show be without D Wade and Zaya talk? See, my man D Wade has found a way to get talked about more this year than the past several years. He still played basketball. But, uh, yeah, game was trash. I got bars. For but this. anyway, a lot of them. He says Zion. Yeah. He says Zion. Oh, this is for you, B. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> D Wade said that Zaya knew her gender identity since she was three years old. About nine years ago, Zaya's parents were Somehow, people took this to mean that he was cutting Zaya's Yamini off. I don't know how they did that. Yeah, yeah, Boosie. People start. Boosie. Before you you jump on your live at the food court or whatever mall you was at, (laughs) sitting at Moe's Southwestern Grill or wherever you were, like, comprehend the situation first. Because I'm. Jimmy, the whole time I'm reading that. I'm like, oh snap! That's what's happening. I'm I'm googling, like yo, I'm googling to see where it says Dwayne Wade about to cut off his chumpy. So <laughs> I couldn't find that. Yo, but listen, this is my somebody, thing right here. Somebody gave Boosie some bad news, and Boosie went right to live. Yo, Boosie don't care where he is. He's right. jumping on live. My man Boosie was right. in the middle of a food court 
and the thing is, Boosie don't even re- does he know that he's an ignorant ninja that that like he's speaking <laughs> on things that he just should not speak on. Free Boosie, like, he didn't even know what he's talking about with the gal <laughs> thing, but I left that alone. But listen, listen, back to the the D Wade Zayat thing, because I see a lot of people here telling other people. You know, because like I say, you know, over the year I've kind of learned my lessons. Once in a while I jump out there, but most of the conversations that I'm quote-unquote a part of on social media, I'm not really a part of. I'm just one of them lurking dudes that people on social media don't like. They were like, no likers and no readers if you don't comment or like the post. Like, people are really serious about their social media. But anyway, EAD, because I'm, I'm a lurker. So I just read stuff. Uh-huh. And it's a lot of people really upset, like, why don't y'all get out those people's household? Worry about your own household. But we're not the ones announcing this stuff. Like, Dwayne mm-hmm. Wade doesn't have to tell us every single detail about his son slash daughter's life. So you put stuff out there, you're, you're a celebrity, people are going to talk about it. So for the people that's on that side of the coin, like, mind your business, why you got to be in their household? Like, nobody's standing at their window with binoculars or anything like that, they're actually giving us this information. Not for the actual thing. Do any of you guys have any memory of what you were doing when you were three? I think I remember my third birthday party. Other than that, my memories really don't kick in until I'm like five. My mom, the the lasting memories. My mom had a green 79 Thunderbird and she used to let me sit on the middle armrest piece, and I was three, and she told me I was a big boy, and that's the no, only your memory. Another that example I- be of how like our parents <laughs> didn't care for us too much back in the day because of the <laughs> stuff. Like these days, we got people strapped in booster seats till they're like nineteen. <laughs> back then, she lets <laughs> she lets you sit in the, on the armrest and drove the car down the street. Yo, I was telling somebody boy. the other day, like I was sitting up front in the car when I was like five. We yo, seats. Yo, yo, you just said something that the irony of this. Yo, my young boy like six feet, and he was in the booster. <laughs> 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 yo, yo what you boosting? His head to the ceiling? His head dragging on the ceiling? <laughs> yo, he got a ride with his head out the window because he's trying to be. He got a ride to sunroof. So I'm just saying Like if this is D-Wade trying to tell us Okay he was playing with dolls When he was three Then that's one thing Then then, then maybe you knew But he didn't like I, There was nothing Unless this is the bionic kid Like there's nothing That he knew definitively In his life at three years old Like he's doing this Purposely, like I, I want to be a girl, so I'm doing this. Like, let's stop exaggerating. And then we get, ma- I mean, some people are replying to him with all kinds of malice. That's one thing, but you're gonna get opinions on stuff, and you're gonna get a lot of people saying foh because it, it sounds kind of weird. I've said yo like twelve times. Years old. On my thoughts, like you. I got, I got, I got thoughts and comments about this, right? Like so. I actually, I actually um, know someone who actually is, is a young lady who made the full transition. Who was a dude? I I never knew them as a dude. It's like my wife's cousin, right? And when they first told me that 
that she she made the transition. I didn't even believe him. I'm like, man, get the get the. And then you know they they, they showed me or whatever, and everybody in their family says that, that like they knew from day one, right? So. I don't question that. They say that, cool, but they didn't. Now they're grown and they went through no, the that, whole that's, process. No, that's what I'm saying. If they say now, they knew, I understand that. But no three years old is doing anything oh, no, consciously. I agree, I agree, right? right? But here's something else that you hit on that's funny to me, right? And I see this on social media a lot. I didn't know I was eating at three. <laughs> your people post on social media, then when they get comments, they get upset at the comments. But you posted on it. Like, right. if you don't want anybody to comment on something, then don't post it. You don't. You're not required to post everything. So, whether your comments are good, bad, or indifferent, you're gonna do yeah. them. Like, you're, when you post something, you're asking for people to comment on. It. Yo, like, Jim, that, that's, that's what I thought it was. Kind of weird. Yo, that, yo, that's what I thought it was. That's the Marco, yo. I appreciate that. You posted it in the world, in the ether. You invited. The responses and you're mad. I don't. I don't understand. Some people want to well, argue because they know those responses are gonna come. I guess. I don't even but mind. Also, if you, can argue, you can argue and debate, but you can't like literally be mad. Like it's cool to have an open forum debate, an open forum argument. We can even you know send shots at each other, whatever. But at the end of that, when walking away, you can't like literally be mad at something you invited into. But, a and well, we live is, in a world, like B, where it, people expect everybody to agree with them. Everybody's going to comment, going to agree with me. That's really what people from expect. Disagreeing, just disagree with something, I disagree with it. Just. From watching his interviews, um, it, it comes off to me. Like, he feels as though that he knows that his family, himself, his son, his, his wife, whatever, like they have a voice. And because that's his son, he feels like they have to, you know, kind of handle this the way they're handling it because their voice is so strong. Um, and. But, I, but at the same time, I said, you also understand when you do that, that you're inviting, you know, people. And there's certain topics in our country that are always going to be heavy, whether we're talking about race, sex, um, you know, right. gender, when yeah. we're talking about birth, birth yeah. control. There's certain things that you already know what's going to happen once you put that out there. Talk about Trump having a Jimmy. So, I'm going to go ahead. And, uh, <laughs> I, I, personally, I personally don't care where, like, D-Wade or his son puts their penis. That's their business. I just don't care. Like, for me, like, you know. Or, or in D Wade's case, if he's in the pegging, which I've heard that he is. I mean, but what yeah. I'm going to say is, um, no. <laughs> yeah, the war room would be awesome. This is a layered and nuanced conversation. Um, and, and I will add this, this disclaimer listen, my, my views are uniquely my own, these are not the views. Of my fellow cultists and brethren at the World Room Tape. Listen, man. Man, just say what you're going to say. Ain't nobody going to listen to that. Man, ain't going to call us all assholes in a minute. Yo, yo you <laughs> I'm used to it. You, you have the right to your choices that you make, and, and, and the person that D Wade fathered is a human being and has the right. The problem is, number one, you are essentially at this point promoting sexuality one way or another, which at a certain at a certain level in today in this society is robbing that person of the right to their childhood, right? Because now you're inviting a conversation 
in that you would I would question as a parent whether it's time to even have that conversation with a child. And I heard something posed on social media, you know, um listen, my 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 child wants to ride dirt bikes every day to school. Uh, my child wants to pick up an AR-15 because it looks fun and shoot. Uh, my Damn. child jump out of an Damn, airplane. My child, my child wants to go scuba dive. My children want to do a lot of things, but you as a parent are tasked with God, giving guidance and walking them in the right direction. Now, and 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 Miss Gabrielle Union feel as though maybe that is the guidance that they're giving <clears throat> their child. Look, it's, it's time to do this. But I think that exploiting it, I think they're a part of a, a, a culture or group um, that is okay or doesn't understand exploitation of a child does. I, I hear the whole thing like, okay, well, we're being empathetic to those that don't have a voice, but I, I, I don't, I can't buy into that. And, and it has nothing to do with the rights of the person to make a decision for themselves as an adult. As an adult, if you would like to come out to the world, that is your choice and, and you're free to do so. But as a, as a parent, your job is to guide. Your job is to keep some things in 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 house. Like I, I, then then there's the part of me that looks at Dwayne Wade's background, and and you know the absences in his life. You know a mother who wasn't really there for him mentally, emotionally. You know physically she was there. His father what like your choices as a father come from seeing what. And an understanding of what And then there's your Your child's mother Right Your child's mother has made expressions About what she feels Is proper or comfortable Was this a mutual decision as parents Like for this to go Nah man Well first off She lost all rights to her kids Which says a lot for a mother to lose all rights to her kids In this country To a black man Yeah it does It does Jimmy but but there's a difference. There's a difference when you're talking about a multi-million dollar father who has the resources to go and fight a battle and paint a picture and do some things. So let's not, let's, you know, she she may or may not have been. No, she, no, no. She she has her issues, dog. Like she she got other issues, but that's either here or there. Like it's really nothing to do with her. I just can't. It's just hard for me to speak to all of that because I don't know where his heart is. I don't know like what kind of role. His parents played and all the like. I can't speak I, to those I, things. I don't. I don't need. Here's, don't, the one, not, here's the one thing. Here's speaking, the one thing I realized from just like from life. I'm not speaking definitively, but I am giving context to the whys and and certain whys around why it, it it's not common for parents to take the steps and measure that he's taking. Not saying right or wrong, but I do ask that question. Like, where is it that you allow or promote? A certain thing, yeah. There's a promotion. Cause well, you know, we live in a promotion. society where I, I people nitpick what we should not allow our child to do. You know, we're offending people if we take another direction in this whole thing. And mm-hmm. and, and I I see what you're saying, what you're getting at. Because for me, I, I don't have a problem saying, like that's a that's a decision you're gonna make as an adult. 
as an hey, adult. But, you know, as my 12-year-old son, like, for, my, for now, you're going to be my 12-year-old son. I'm not going to force you into doing anything you don't want to do, like, as far as trying Girl. to force you into quote-unquote yeah. macho stuff. You ain't got to play ball. Being you don't have to do that. Yeah, yeah, you have to yeah. do that. If you want to be effeminate, then that's what you are. You know, maybe, you, you know, it's not a wannabe. Maybe that's what you are. But as far as, you know, your name being changed and you transitioning to a different gender, you can do that stuff when you become an adult. I'm, I'm yeah, not promoting that though, as a parent. Like, like, I don't even know where some of that stuff came from about, like, because, um, like I said, like, when Boosie going off, like, none of that stuff was ever said. <laughs> Boosie I just drunk. feel like, here's it's the one thing I are, you, are you bringing Boosie into the conversation? Yo, he's... No, 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 because, because, because the whole idea of he going left. the transition. All I'm saying is this. What I recognize about in life, just through experience, is that most parents, and I'm talking about even parents who were stone-cold crackheads, they, they're doing in their head what they feel as though is right. Everybody's trying their best. Um, yeah. what, what is completely right? What's completely wrong? If, can't be no one has all the answers. And, and if anybody the had all the answers, you wouldn't have so many people who need psychology because they say psychology is it's basically... <laughs> no, 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 Jimmy, you Jimmy, you're absolutely right. All I'm saying is I think that B-Way is doing what he feels is right because Sure. His son is going to be his son is going to be scrutinized for being being the way he is, regardless of whether he supports it and comes out. I mean, you know, how many EJ jokes do you have, right? Like, like mm-hmm. that, that's just what it is. His son's going to be in the spotlight, so he took the he took the approach of okay, you're going to be in the spotlight, you're going to be looked at. I'm just going to embrace it. Now I don't know whether he's right or wrong. I can't. That's not my business. I don't care because at the end mm-hmm. of the day, like I just don't care enough because like who, what he wants to be or whatever, like that's his business. But I just try to look at things from a, like from from both sides, right? Mm-hmm. He's supporting his son. He's supporting his son. Fact of the matter is, there are some people, and we were having a conversation this past weekend. There's some people who were so so far the other way, their kids wouldn't even feel comfortable if they felt the same way as his son does. I, I think kind of tied to the way that Dwayne Wade relates to, to to that. Not saying that he's, you know, a, a, a certain way, but I think he. I think there's a there's a part of him that relates, and I definitely agree with you, with the notion that that all parents, not all, but most parents, love their children enough. No matter what pathologies they deal with, they're going to do the best that they can in love. Now, my my thing, and and we going too deep on the psychological tip. I realize that, but hurt people, hurt people. I don't know what counseling, what therapy. We all need therapy. We all need counseling. Having some understanding of Dwayne Wade's background and what he comes from, does that pathology inject itself into his parenting to allow him to make it? I don't know. You can't, and I, some people. I think that, that's more of a. That's more of a. You know, you didn't really want to answer. You, yeah, I'm, I'm just. See, I'm I see where you're going with the yeah. line of questioning because you're like, you know, the way he came up, it might be one of those like super rebellious type. I'm never going to, you know, raise my kids the way that they did me. And, you know, my kids are going to love he, me and he, this and that kind of thing. That's a great – yo, Dev, he had Possible. no parental support. He had no parental support. So right. his response to having no parental support – So he's going to – yeah, go to the extreme with his per- parental support. I mean, yeah. I, don't know. I just wonder. I, I just I wonder how much of this 
Zion Zaya actually understood when it all started because we're talking about it now when he's 12 but this has been going on for a while so I'm like not as a parent I'm not saying when I talk about me and mine it's not a thing where like nobody's going to force you to be something somebody that you're not I'm just talking about the promotion of okay we're at 12 years old and I'm going to allow you to change your name to a different gender because I didn't mean when I said transitioning. I don't know if Jimmy understood me. when I said transitioning. I wasn't talking about the Boosie transition. Boosie talking okay. about him cutting off his stuff and all that. I'm just talking about transitioning, at least in your mind, to another gender because you're changing your name. Like it's it's just it's just kind of it's it's weird to me at this age. But that's their kid. That's their household. They can do what they want. Just expect these conversations to happen though because. No. What they're doing oh, is public, right. so my, people are going to have opinions, and we're going to we're going to talk about it in relation to our own lives. So, FOA to the people point, like mind your business. Thing, well, my last point of this whole thing is one of y'all out there who, who's judging D Wade how he handles this whole situation. Y'all son gonna grow up and be with Zion, so y'all got to deal with it. But that's <laughs> oh, what Yo, I'm not. And, and, and y'all son, son probably scared to tell you. And y'all son probably scared to tell you right I'm now, not, but he's going to end up being with Zaya. That's I'm, not passing, out. But that's I'm, not passing, I'm not passing judgment on him. I'm just asking questions based on social context and the society we live in. What's promoted? What's not? Ricky Smiley had an interesting comment. He said, "In, t- in this day and age, black so much hetero prime. We good. Are, are suspended." <laughs> For having dread, or cheered for wearing dresses. Yar, yaga, yeah. I, I, I saw, I saw, I saw that on the meme that went viral. So, let me find out if Smiley get his uh, talking points from memes. So, so, but I so, saw that. My question, a lot of people do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that ain't that ain't that ain't shocking. Because meme I mean, makers don't be making no damn sense after time. In the, in the context of this conversation, and looking at the history of how black masculinity is treated. In this country, I feel like there's we live in a time where certain things are promoted and you're using a child as a fool, and and the parents are buying right into it. Not saying I, I, listen, that I understand exactly where you come from because the black alpha male is, is under attack and, and has been. But for, my thing is since we hit that these, just needs to literally it's to promote. And at this point, at this point of this story, we need to check ourselves because I think, you know, we will be perceived as being disrespectful by calling him he or Zion. Like they're like it's all out. It's she and it's Zion now. So okay, you know, we well, whatever. That. My whole point. My whole point is my whole point to that, be Austin is mm-hmm. I, I get that meme what the meme was trying to express, but mm-hmm. the, but the thing about it is that I, maybe it's just maybe it's just my timeline. It's like. These people always say, "Man, everybody lets this happen," but they don't. I mean, yo, he gave just as much slander as he is praise, and, and, and maybe that's because I got a lot of uh, my timeline. Yeah, still with people, a lot of, um, people pick and choose. You got, you got a lot of toxic masculinity on your timeline. I, I got, I got a lot of hoteps on my timeline, so <laughs> it's like mine is fifty-fifty. Like, man, way to support your son, and the other half is like, yo, they. they I mean, I, you know, Larry Johnson on my timeline talking about it's an Illuminati sacrifice, so you know. <laughs> You know everybody like to speak in absolutes, like whatever side they talking for, then they act like the exactly. other side that's doesn't exist. Yeah. Exactly. You know that's how it is. So that's the way to smiley. 
Anyway, man, let's talk about something else that money on the grind because we've been out of, out of time right now. But Browns offensive tackle Greg Robinson, he was caught with 157 pounds of marijuana trying to cross the border. Um, out there browning. Browns out there yeah. greening. Greenery. <laughs> What's up with your man, cuz? 157. Now, here's here's the quick story. Yeah. Uh, like Jimmy, Greg Robinson and free agent wide receiver Quan Bray. He last played with the Indianapolis Colts. They were arrested at the Sierra Bianca border checkpoint near the United States and Mexico border. Um, uh, I don't know what they. I don't. The story isn't clear to me whether yo, they were trying to. I go by the right. Yo, yo. <laughs> I go by. I'm your pusher. The story doesn't make it clear. If they were trying to get into Mexico or if they were trying to get into the U.S. No, no, no. Dad, that they you, were don't, down. you don't really, you don't try and get into with with the 157. You you coming up out of it? Like, <laughs> so that's, that's a, they, so he's definitely coming up out of. Yeah, go. yeah. <laughs> it's a go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. He, he went I mean, to. I figured, to, as I figured, I just didn't want to make any generalizations. He went to see did it for me. Yeah, he went to see Blandon. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> um. So, so, I, not to. Uh, you're an idiot. He's a, he's an idiot. Jojo, <laughs> Jojo nominee. But I'm gonna tell you the issue that I have in this day and age with mar- marijuana. First of all, it's not a class A narcotic, and it's arguable whether it's a narcotic at all. It comes from the earth. I know people are doing all types of science with it, and you know, all not arguable brain. that carrying 157 pounds of it, it across it, the border is illegal. Yeah, that's just, yeah. <laughs> you, 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 you're an idiot. You're an idiot. If, but if, if, if porcelain if, mugs were illegal, then you know we can argue state, to the cows on home that it shouldn't be. The state of the state of you, Colorado and the guys that oversee certain things are pointing at him and laughing. <laughs> we get it for cheap and we move it. And pay the feds. Yo, well, this was a dude who was a number two pick, um, I, I guess by all accounts a bust. So he's moving on with the next chapter of his life. Like the NFL <laughs> thing hasn't <laughs> been working out the way that it was supposed to work out. So, yo, my man was <laughs> headed now. My man was headed like, to Sinaloa. Yeah, <laughs> <Sina Loa. laughs> Will you run across the border, mama? Oh, them boys. Anyway. Mr. Man. Those are the the stories that happened while you were on the grind, man. (sighs) Idiots. All right, man. Uh, Let's quickly uh, just talk about a few stories. Not even talk about it. We're just going to mention a couple of stories. Um at this date in sports history, and that's brought to you by Bowie Falcons Youth Basketball Program. Uh, you guys all know the War Room family loves the kids, but since you're all a part of that family, it's time for you all to show your love with us. The Bowie Falcons are 7U and 8U uh, startup travel basketball program in the suburban Washington, D.C. area. We'd like for you guys, if you can, please show your support and your love for the kiddies 
by donating anything you can to, um, to assist the program in its preparation for the 2020 summer circuit. Yo, and this this little kid basketball is serious. I'm speaking from experience. All proceeds go to reserving gym time for practices, travel tournaments, local summer leagues, and summer basketball camps. To place a donation, simply visit the front page of the greatest website in website history, warroomsports.com. Click on the Bowie Falcons flash ad near the top of the page. Please show your support and help these young hoopers thrive because ball is life. Life is ball. Throw a little pizza in there and you have it all. Bars. Um, this date in sports history, February 20th, 1963, Willie Mays signs a record $100,000 contract for the San Francisco Giants. <laughs> Hundred thousand dollars. Sixty three. Sixty three with a hundred racks. Sixty three with a hundred racks. He was that dude. Um, also, getting a caddy for thirty five hundred. Also, February twentieth, but in twenty eleven, the sixtieth NBA All Star Game was played at Staples Center in Los Angeles. The West defeated the East, and Kobe Bean Bryant was your MVP. I believe he scored thirty seven points and fourteen rebounds. Uh, add three steals to the mix. That was his fourth of his four uh, MVPs, which ties him with Bob Pettit for the most all-star game MVPs in league history, um, which is another reason besides the fact that, you know, he just passed away, that he is now uh, the name on the trophy for the all-star game MVP. So we like to give a big war room salute to these historical moments. And before we uh, get into the final stretch and talk a little bit of NBA basketball and their final stretch, y'all can check out our website at warroomsports.com if you want to call in and speak with us about NBA basketball. That's all we're taking calls on right now. You can dial the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline, 323-410-0012. Just press 1 when prompted. But if you're already listening from your phone, just press 1 if you want to talk, and we'll see you on the switchboard. All right. Let's stretch it out. <laughs> Yo, man, talk some hoops, and that's brought to you by Digital Extreme Technology. If you need a custom website, hit up digitalextremetech.com or call 267-205-4203. If you got a Wix site or, like, you know, this past weekend, we went to this pizza joint. We saw it passing by, Googled the joint, found the website, went on their website, and it took us to a Facebook page. And we didn't even order from it. So y'all lost out, y'all lost out on some business. Because um, y'all already had no, no Digital Extreme Tech hotline, John. So, DigitalStreamTech.com, man. And they so, didn't deliver. Into this. F y'all. Yeah, that too. Time to get into this thing of ours, man. Um, yes, sir. We're going to start with the players of the week. That's my favorite response. Uh, <laughs> I like the way they uh, up and down the court. In the Western Conference, we had one LeBron, Raymond James being the player of the week. And on the other side, we had Bam Adebayo. Bam Adebayo, Bam Adebayo. coming Adebayo. into his own. Wasn't that, isn't that like Bam's second time winning this season, or did I just make yeah, that up? Yeah, man, Bam has turned into a player in this league, man. See, because I, yeah. I asked you that because when Dame won it, was it Dame where, where I noted that it was his first time ever in his career winning it, and then you got cats like Bam Adebayo winning that joint twice in like the last month? Yo. Yeah. Anyway, Dame also Dame also playing the West and Bam playing the East. I mean, they ain't, you know. Uh, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. 
No, but I that, mean, that's, though, that's a great point because I'm about to show you why that's a great point. I don't know if y'all know this, but every time we do the player of the week and we do their statistics, the player in the West, like, had monster st- statistics compared to the player in the East unless it's like Giannis. If it's anybody mm-hmm. other than Giannis, they average in like 20 to 24. The dude in the West averaging like 28 to 35. Just yeah. like now, Bam out of bio, he had, they went two and one. The Heat, um, he averaged 20 points, 11.3 rebounds, 8.7 assists, 1.3 steals. LeBron James, uh, in a three and zero week with the Lakers, averaged 28.3 points, 11 rebounds, 9.7 assists, 1.3 steals. So he did everything yeah. Bam did almost exactly, but he scored eight eight more points per game, and that seems to be the usual when we do these players of the week, when the West players of the week just go bananas all week. The East player of the week, like, ah, let's pick somebody who had a Yo, decent week. Bam, Bam is interesting, though, man, because he's turning into a player, and, like, I wonder, like, after this weekend, if he's going to have more confidence. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah. Well, you'll see when they, when Miami get back on the court. Let's see if Bam get those rebounds and start dribbling that shit up the court. <laughs> I know. And, like, the world, the world, man, the world. The world is a yo. It's gonna be either this year or next year. The world is gonna surpass us, man. They've caught up. They've caught up to us. I know cats keep laughing at me because I'm making this argument, but as I look across the league and I look at this young talent, I watch Luca play. I watch Jokic play. I watch Giannis play. I'm like, yo, we in trouble. Yo, man, about to be Russell Westbrook, Jimmy. Oh, I'm getting this rebound and I'm going with it. Bam, mm-hmm. I had trying to. Bam, I had trying to average a triple double. Like what's popping? Anyway, man. Um. Speaking of the Miami Heat, uh, you know, Chris Bosh, I guess at this point is known as a, a member of the Heatles. Like, people forget that he played in Toronto, but um, he wasn't a finalist for the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame this year, and he felt some type way about it, so he said something. Now, granted, this is an amazing class. This is like a, a you know, once-in-a-lifetime class, but he felt, he felt like he should have been, you know, with them or whatever. Do you guys feel like he was snubbed? Or should he have been with Kobe? I think the last part of your question is the issue. I think I know Chris Bosh is a, is going to be a surefire Hall of Famer, um, eleven time All Star, two time champion, um, seventeen thousand points, over seven thousand rebounds. He's a surefire Hall of Famer. I wouldn't want to be with this class. I think right, but Chris thinks he's in that class. Um, I think it's just it's just the, what you said. Like you have the class of Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, um, Kevin Garnett, you know, and and you know a few other people that's going to be in that class. Like it's an honor for him to be in that, but there's nobody else on this planet that thinks he should be in a class like that, whether it's superficial or not. Because I always say myself, so I might be being a little bit of a hypocrite. If you're a Hall of Famer, you're a Hall of Famer. But the fact he didn't even become a finalist, so this he's eligible, but he wasn't really – I don't know how they do it. I don't know if he, it counts as him being on the ballot. So I don't necessarily think that this means he's not a first ballot Hall of Fame. It might. I don't know. But I thought if you didn't even get to be a finalist to get voted on, then it didn't count. Either way, he's a surefire Hall of Famer. But if not for, you know – be getting sick and having to retire, he would be nowhere near this class. So I just think they're just trying to keep the names in this class what they are and what they should be. He'll get in. He can get in with Paul Pierce and them next year. 
My thing is this though. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even want to be I wouldn't even want to be part of this class because first of all, with the whole Kobe situation this past year, um, he was already going to overshadow everybody. Now it's just going to be more. Like, I want the I, I want the whole thing. To Everybody's be about speech going to be three minutes shorter so they can yeah, do the Kobe I wouldn't tribute. Even wanna, I wouldn't even want to be a part of this. I ain't gonna get no love. Like you can't get no Myers after this, John. When it's going to be all about nah. Kobe, like. And and then KG is like brutally honest. So you're gonna be there and you're gonna think it's your night and KG gonna say something to you like F out of here. Like what you doing yeah. up here? <laughs> like it's gonna be something he's gonna get in, man. Like I, he he might feel the slight at the moment, but so he he's going KG, in, man. Why is K G such an amazing interviewer, right? And 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 he's so good talking, but when they gave him his own show it was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. You know why though? It's because in the interview we're expecting less from him. Because if, even in the interviews, like you have to be of a certain culture to even understand half the stuff he's saying in the interview. That's true too. Cause so he, he, he talks like one of us, um, <laughs> right? When there's no mic around. Yeah, he, exactly. So that's why we like him in interviews so much because he's just talking, just like we talked all weekend. We sitting around each other, just yeah. Yeah. talking that KG talk. KG talk like KG talk like the people he looking in, like what the hell are they saying? <laughs> it's like the Austin if he had Rob Gummy. But, uh, yeah, he be tripping, man. But um, yeah, so salute to Chris Fox, man. You'll get in. Just wait your time, doggy. Um, the cash coach hey. stepped down. Oh yeah. Well, I about to say this is the last thing we can wrap on because the final stretch of the I just want to make one point about the cash coach stepping down. I just want to make one point real quick. You know, he got in trouble with that whole comment about um, calling them thugs, and he said he was going to say thugs. So the funniest thing I saw about this is they said the players didn't like him, so they would intentionally play song, rap songs around him with the word right. thugs, and they kept saying, like, trick daddy, baby, because I'm a thug, like, just to like, <laughs> troll him. Basically. And, and that's the thing, and, Jimmy, because remember when it happened, they all admitted, oh, we didn't think anything of it. We don't think he meant to say that, blah, blah, blah. But they, somebody pulled their coattails like, well, y'all don't like this guy anyway. Y'all can use that against him. And they ended up doing uh-huh. that. And then there was, you know, other stuff. He comes from college, so it's a different culture. He was trying to get these guys, he was trying to get these millionaires to practice on Christmas, stuff like that. I mean, they're the Cavs, and they suck. <clears throat> and a lot of people, you know, would be like, you know, why does this, these insane dudes get to run the asylum and why are they acting like petulant, spoiled children when they haven't earned that, but it's just where we are now. It's NBA. You make more than the coach, so you're going you're gonna to let him know. Yeah. Nobody's going to tell you you got to go to practice. For, practice. Shout out to the cast players for digging up Thug's mansion. Because, you know, a little, little, little underrated not so, but shout out to them for that. Um, they, bump, <laughs> they bumped that, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but anyway. I ain't giving them no props. They just Googled there. every song title with Thugs in it. That's probably all they did, for real, for real. Let's keep it a buck, mm-hmm. man. Yo. Yeah, man. Anyway, man, let's get out of here, man. Yo, thank you, brothers, for joining us for another briefing in the world. Shout out to everybody in the chat room, Facebook, Twitter, <laughs> in our group chat, all the calls we called to chop it up. We appreciate those that got through. Salute to y'all. Those who couldn't get to, we apologize. As you can see, we're running out of time. Tune in next week live right here on demand. We're going to talk about everything happening in the world of sports because everything we do, our social media, our webcast, our podcast, all of our content can be found at the hub of worldofsports.com, our book, Sports the Book. Sportsbook.com or right back at the hub of worldofsports.com. But until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance, and we'll see you chumps on time. All right, peace out, smoke.
Opalette. It's not down. Call it 323, smoking double 012. They be going and you sensitive, then oh well. Yeah. Physical podcast, the tough push. Showtime like magic in the block push. Magic looking alive, push one to join in. Rip your team or listen for your enjoyment. Hip hop dollars, pit stop and knowledge. Should be in sports credits, I ain't talking college. Five guys, no beef though. Corporate secrets, but the streets know. Bellafani, I got a G-Flow KC, Royalty, I'm in beast mode Two hours, get your game up Who's the best in sports cast, you better name us World of Sports Sports, www.warroomsports.com. What? Ain't no more to it.